0: Good this is Lance Kenmore with the Kenmore Team, and I would like to welcome you to this week's edition of the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. As always, you can contact me, Lance Kenmore, anytime direct to my cell phone at 727-8977, or visit us on the web at KenmoreTeam.com. Once again, I always like to thank John for hosting and everybody here at the station for working to make this happen. And John McKay... I'm back and it's the first show of 21. Yes it is. Are we so are we so excited? Yes we are. It's got to be better than before.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. Oh man, so stepping on a rusty nail would be better. Happy
0: happy New Year, man. We yeah. made, we made it. So amongst all the craziness and everything and you know, you look back at these times and and you look back at all we went through mm-hmm. um, last year and when we started doing the COVID update shows back in March, I was oh. looking at the outlines and everything and you're like... No wonder people are worn out. When I I went back and looked through the outlines for the year, I was like, holy smokes. So uh, I'm definitely excited to, you know, it's obviously not just a one day thing. Now it's 21 and Mm -hmm. it's all over. We would love that to be the case. Um, Something tells me it's not. Um, But it does feel good to be kind of turning that chapter a a little bit.
1: Yeah. And we got some, you know, my son goes to school up in Spokane and some positive news. They have released a schedule for February for football.
0: Oh, fantastic. Whitworth is going
1: to be playing PLU, UPS, UPS, and PLU because the Oregon schools... Governor Brown still has their state of emergency through March 1st. Oh, yes. So the other schools like Linfield, Willamette, yep. Pacific, Lewis and Clark, they probably are not going to get to play.
0: And, you know, PLU is my alma mater, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so we'll get a little we'll get a little inner radio show rivalry going there. Well, <laughs> was, last year it was ugly. It huh? was
1: 38 to 7. Yeah. and The year before it was when my son was a freshman. It was uh, fifty-four to fourteen.
0: Yeah, the lutes. The lutes need some rebuilding there. for Yeah, sure, for, but for they sure. will.
1: They will bounce we, back. We
0: will for sure. We got long,
1: <laughs> long-standing history there. <laughs> yes, Go, yes, goes back in my day to and even my day because that's where I went to school and we always played frosty Kielia. back. Frosty
0: Weatherspoon back in the day. Yeah, legend back there coaching. Yeah. So yeah, so. so
1: well, very very. I have to wear my red and black more often. Oh, okay, well, well we will look
0: forward. <laughs> To we will look forward to that inner real estate show, uh, football rivalry there, adding mm-hmm. on to, um, but it feels, um, it definitely feels good, you know. Um, we talked, uh, also big thanks to people out there putting up with the, the holidays, got a little crazy with some of our recording schedules and fell on weekends and and different, um, different time frames with the holidays, and so and so we were we were gone. So, thank you for uh, posting some of those best of shows and Replay shows well, when or,
1: you're busy showing a house or working a deal, we're not uh, going to expect uh, you to say, "Hey, Mrs. J- Mr. And Mrs. Jones, this is going to have to wait till tomorrow." I got to go record a radio we, show. We, we, got, we
0: got it. We got to. Ta- we no. got to ta- We got to take care of things for yeah. for sure. But I always like to start off um, the new year with our crazy celebrity real estate story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so this year, um, you know, I'm kind of um, you know, I'm kind of part. Partial to Barbara Corcoran with the Shark Tank. And oh well, that's good it, stuff. And um, so I, I'm definitely pa- I'm definitely partial to Barbara, and we, you know we do some advertising and things together. But another shark, um, Robert, and I'm gonna I'm going to I've always just known him on the show as Robert, so I'm gonna butcher this, but Herjavec, mm-hmm. He was originally um, on the Canadian on the Canadian version called oh, Dragons Den. Yeah. And um, and then but he's also Also a popular um, guest shark on Shark Tank. Well, he has really kind of been rolling around in the real estate game a little bit, and he recently put a Hidden Hills, California home. Get get this: 14,000 square feet. Wow. Seven bedrooms, seven baths, and a ten-car garage. (laughs) <laughs> um, he put this on the market, um, and Hidden Hills uh, is just you know that's the area. You know the list is huge when you look there. You've got the Kardashians up there, Drake, The Weeknd, Jessica Simpson. Mm-hmm. They all live up there, McKay. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> so they he bought this house a year and a half ago mm-hmm. for fourteen point six million. It was brand new. Yeah, and now back on the market at 17.25 so hmm. didn't stay in that things too long but i will tell you this is a modern farmhouse and i was drooling over some of these wow. pictures you've got a kitchen that has a dual island as if one island wasn't enough We've got two islands, and in, each of them have in the four kitchen. seats. Yeah, it's 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 a par, It's a little bit of a party house for sure. But we can't even sit around our island. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful, beautiful home. And it sounds like he's been buying and flipping real estate over the last three or four years. Uh, um, okay, quite, quite a bit. That so I, I think it. he's kind of, you know, he sees those opportunities and moves his money around. So it's it was kind of fun mm-hmm. to see, but he gorgeous house like some of these houses i look at and i'm like oh yeah that's way over the top um, this modern farmhouse look, though, that kind of gets me going these days. I don't know if I'm just in real estate or like that. It's a little more down to earth, not as opulent and crazy, uh, but a gorgeous, gorgeous property to Well, it's something check that, out.
1: that almost everyone is going to like because it has a very homey, yeah, uh, traditional, warm feeling to it.
0: That's the thing. And so you get some modern clean lines, but then you add the wood in there and you get, yeah, you kind of have that warm look to it. And when it's um, not... Not not as much, you know, we're getting a little... I think fifties maybe they're saying the, yep. by this afternoon. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm liking our little warm spell here for sure. We got the, we got the white, you know, we got the white Christmas and yep. everything and then it melted just fine. So I didn't have to shovel too much, but I tell you what that has, um, as the temperatures warm back up, um, the real estate market is still continuing to be hot, hot, hot and moving along very quickly for us locally. We do always like to temper that crazy celebrity real estate story with some national statistics on what's going on um, with housing, because housing has kind of propped up the economy through what we went through last year. Mm -hmm. You know, housing has continued to be pretty strong. It is seeing a little bit of a slowdown um, as the numbers come in from October, November, December of last year. Um, sales of new and existing homes fell off. So the November data floated in. Now, they were um, they were down. So they had they had definitely slowed. So November sales were slower than October, but both were much higher compared to November of last year because mm. we had a lot of pent up demand. And so both were running 21 percent above last year's numbers in november so still a lot moving the the big story nationally though is the exact same story that we have here locally and that is inventory of existing homes is nationally at a record low of only 2.3 months supply. Wow. And we've been running, you know, we've been flirting between one, just under one. Sometimes it goes up to one and a quarter over Mm -hmm. the last five or six months. Um, So here locally, we're even lower than that. What that's done is, um, so this is data coming coming out of the mortgage bankers. And what that's done is that's caused prices to appreciate Yeah, high demand, low supply Mm -hmm. numbers have appreciated. So annually, um, the number coming out of the Federal Housing Finance Agency, the FHFA, is that we've had... 10% 10% appreciation last last year. Wow! And so, you know, when you look at the economy, you look at so many negative news stories, so many numbers down, high unemployment, um, and you look at some of the things that happened there nationally. Um, housing stayed pretty strong. Um, another thing to note is last year we had talked about trends, we had talked about a massive the Zillow consumer study that they go through. And that first time homebuyers were really driving the market. Well, that continued to be the trend, and there's still first time homebuyers is still making up thirty-two percent of the market sales, which even though there's stiff competition in those first time homebuyer levels, um, they've stayed they've stayed really strong. And an additional kind of just a recap of that inventory level is that um, is that inventory, this last year in 2020, it was down 13% year over year. Hmm. So part of the big reason for that is that the lack of building that happened during the beginning of the pandemic. And even though it's lack of building, there's a lot of things like real life locally that are happening, that it's not so much even the lack of building, but sometimes it's the delays. Yeah. And so, for instance, um, if you have any sort of a production builder that's building um, houses, a lot of times they will have separate crews, right? They'll have a drywall crew, a framing crew, um, a finishing crew and a painting crew. And say they're doing, you know, 40 neighborhoods in a house. And what's happening sometimes is these guys are all working in very close proximity together, um, following protocols. But what happens sometimes is that one member of these crews will get a positive COVID test or maybe one or two members do. And then what ends up happening is it's not just that one person um, in many cases, then that crew is gone for 10 days. You know, they're gone mm-hmm. on a 10 day quarantine or maybe or maybe five of the 10 are gone. And so now you're having production delays yep. um, and, and there's no way to, you know, you can't just magically get another crew in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to delay what's happening there. And so these builders and these subs, They're dealing with these types of issues, and the end result is we're getting less inventory. Um, And then I'm not even going to go into talking about shipping and what's been happening with um, supplies and, you know, lumber prices have gone up and the availability of getting those goods here in a timely manner. So. All of that has continued to exasperate our low inventory um, that we saw last year and we fully expect to carry, carry into next year. One of the things I wanted to do today is look at the – before I got into our specific local area with real estate predictions, because that's in January, mm-hmm. one of the big shows I did. I'm going to pull out last year's predictions see how close we got, tally the final numbers. And in the next uh, two weeks, we're going to have a prediction show, which we always get a it's a great kick out of seeing how much Lance was wrong. (laughs) Um, And uh, McKay, I don't believe if we went back and looked, I already did a little um, legwork for the next two weeks radio shows. And um, I had not predicted a national pandemic. No. Um, So I was nobody. So I was wrong on that um, and many and many other things. But um, kind of looking from starting at a 30,000-foot view, um, I went in and I pulled off In our industry, in the real estate industry, one of the big news outlets is what's called Inman's News. It's ran by a gentleman by the name of Brad Inman. And, uh, you know, he has a lot of respect throughout the real estate industry, um, brings a lot of superstar CEOs of real estate companies together. And so I ran across an article that he had done, and he had put out the Inman's 21 real estate predictions for 2021. I was going to run through those and just kind of see if any of those impacted our local market in Tri-Cities. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do the Lance Kenmore version of this in one of our upcoming shows. But nationally, it's interesting. Number one, he writes down is he writes down Keller Williams. They're, they're a, for a big firm in town, uh, but nationally huge. And he says they'll launch a new program recruiting realtors doubling down on agent growth. So you've already seen in the last four years in Tri-Cities, you've seen that brand. Um, I'm sure you've seen the KW signs Mm -hmm. around. Um, They've got great market share. But he does say that he says they'll stop overplaying their technology hand and come to grips with the fact that their biggest competitors are not tech firms, but other brokerages like EXP compass and Redfin mm. Redfin another Seattle based type firm that you that you've seen um, compass a very progressive um, brokerage out there and then exp has had fanatical growth nationwide and a big competitor and you've started to see around town exp signs mm-hmm. a, a, another firm and so so you'll see them um, going into you know different programs to recruit other, other agents and, and I think I think there will be a trickle-down effect and that is something that you will see locally here in Tri-Cities so be on be on the lookout for that I do think he likes to throw crazy things in his predictions here Mm -hmm. I chuckled out loud with this next one and he said that he believes that the International Outer Space Treaty of 1967 will be amended to allow people to buy land on the moon and Mars. Wow (laughs) I don't don't know if he's just like um, channeling his Elon Musk uh, uh, of there that we might need to figure out how that's going to be divvied up because maybe all of us blink and the next thing we know we're on mm-hmm. moon musk is up there yeah. colonizing and claiming deeds to um, mm-hmm. a- areas up there um, but back to a real one and i believe in this one wholeheartedly and that is that interest rates will remain depressed keeping the housing market hot throughout most of next year and so i think you're good i think you're going to see that you're going to see um you're going to see those rates they're already at i mean at all time lows i mean mm-hmm. who would have thought even three years ago you and i would be sitting here and when we're quoting rates i don't care if it's a 30 or a 15 we're quoting numbers that have a two in front of them Yes. and it's just it's just it's unbelievable and it's probably been the saving grace um with the housing market throughout the la- last year and will continue to drive what happens because i firmly believe We won't see a lot of the negative results from 2020 until later in 21 when people really start to add up the numbers and see how that impacts the bottom line, at which point they're going to need housing to still be strong. Mm -hmm. So I think there'll be a lot of pressure nationally for them to keep rates low, which is great for buyers that are going to be in the market. Um, Interesting enough is... um, he rolls out what he calls number four, the Zillowization of real estate branding has devalued big franchise brands. So when you look at your classics, your, your, Century your 21, your, your, your yeah, your, your Sotheby's, your national ones. Um, and a lot of these firms have been overtaken by some of the newer models like EXP, Keller Williams and stuff. But what they're really going after there is and then you look at somebody like an independent like myself, mm-hmm. who has um, found that we can leverage technology to get better results than we can from just that brand name. And so focusing on technology there and being able to then have local branding um, that is more on the team style name. So you're going to see more of that happening. And so you're going to see some increases there. Interesting enough, too, one of the brands we talked about, Compass, um, which is a very like boutique, progressive-type, technology-driven brand. He thinks they'll go public in 21, Mm. um, which will give them a lot of cash to continue their expansion and buy market share in other markets. Mm. So that's not a brand that we have here in Tri-Cities, but potentially... I, I don't think it's out of the question that eventually you'll see that brand here in Tri-Cities. I think 21 might be a little aggressive for something like that for our market, but he's talking more on a, on a national scale here. Yes. Um, the sixth question, man, this one comes up a lot, and that is dealing with the age-old question of where do I live? Mm. And people have now have a new perspective on what that looks like Mm -hmm. so we have sold so many homes over the course of the last six months to people that are working from home with companies that are traditionally based in other markets Mm. seattle portland those folks do not have to be close to the office anymore so they don't have to be stuffed in a $700,000 condo Mm -hmm. when they can have a big yard and a gorgeous view over in the Tri-Cities and so you'll start to see some of those migration patterns um, as people decide are we working from home another year Um, that model has proved to be much more effective than the people predicted it would be and so we're going to continue to see that drive migration patterns. When we come up, uh, come back, we're going over 21 predictions and how that impacts local real estate, how I believe that impacts local real estate Mm -hmm. here in the Tri-Cities. And so I made it through seven. (laughs) And uh, when we come back, we're going to do a speed reading of of the next 14 (laughs) and, um, and get through those and talk a little bit about what's going on in 21 with real
1: estate. Right here on News Talk 870.
0: Welcome back to the Tri-Cities Real Estate Update. Uh, Today we've been kind of taking uh, a 30,000 um foot view of the national real estate market looking at um brad inman's 21 real estate predictions for Mm -hmm. 21 how we think those will affect the local real estate market um and he you know he's got some funny things mixed in the moon the moon was funny and and we're gonna we're gonna see another one come up but before i get to that um We talked a little bit before about the uh, migration of people, the work from home Mm -hmm. happening. Um, prior to the pandemic, those numbers, according to Elliot Eisenberg, um, with the Bowtie economist, he was, was running about 4% post pandemic. They're predicting that that work from home, um, will be 21% of, wow. of the workforce. And so what that's done is that it's allowed for migration. We've sold a number of houses because of that. Um, some people upgrading to get bigger home offices to be set up for that. Others just upgrading, uh, coming from different locations coming from Portland coming from Seattle
1: coming from bigger cities and that's only going to increase it, it, uh, exa- the migration from the west to the east side exactly for obvious reasons that we don't need to jump into <laughs>
0: so part of that is and here's and here's part of it and and you know I can get away with this because Brad wrote it down not Lance Kenmore but um, he says that he believes Florida Texas and Nevada, Will be the biggest beneficiaries Of the great geographic reshuffling wow. um, I know Texas has already seen that A number of agents I uh, network with Have had huge years down there The last two years And um, you know And we're seeing a lot of people Move that direction You've seen um, If you look at the media industry You've seen some of the bigger celebrities Like uh, Joe Rogan runs I believe that's the largest podcast now mm-hmm. um, And so you know He was one that relocated from California to Austin. Mm-hmm. And so you start to see things like this happening. It's
1: New not, York mm. to Florida, New York and New Jersey, Abs. California to Arizona, New Mexico. Absolutely. And so we're so people are seeking lower cost areas
0: with no state income taxes. And locations in some cases where like-minded political tribes live is what mm-hmm. Brad wrote, and and so w- we see that happening. And I think I think you'll see a little bit more of that come coming
1: up, especially in Washington and Oregon. That it's going I mean, that's just gonna, the way it gonna, is. It's gonna
0: be. It's gonna be happening. We've we had a great year here with real estate, partly because of that. Like I say, personally, we had um we had over um ten sales. Myself just for those migration type um, type reasons, and I and I think we'll see that increase. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before the break, um, if you missed it, there were some there were some key phrases that he had written down about keller williams and exp and other uh, other franchises I, this this last one just made me laugh and i have friends at both of these and so it's just hilarious and he said um he said he believes that berkshire hathaway will do what it did this year make no hyperbolic announcements create no drama execute well and make money So I just had to laugh because, um, you know, they're just a great company and they're kind of doing their thing and um, they're going to get it done. And we're going to do a lot of deals with those franchises and we're happy to and love to. But I just love how he just has a dry sense of humor about putting about putting that out. So so that gave me a chuckle. Number 10. And we have seen this happening. We've done numerous shows just on this point. He believes Zillow will flirt with what we call moving further upstream in the transaction. Mm. And that means eventually Zillow wants to become president and run the world. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> so, and so and so we talk about what Zillow's done to the real estate industry and the mm. transparency they've added. And in certain larger markets, Zillow's even gone into um, direct purchasing homes, which we run a a very similar type program at the Kenmore team. Um, But he's saying that he believes we'll see them flirt with new avenues of that, Hmm. maybe even going into home building. Or oh some sort of partnership with, say, like modular housing that could be provided quickly. So then you've got the Zillow valuation, find it, fi- then finding the home, then producing the home, then closing on the home. Wow! And so kind of that one-stop shop type of feeling. It'll be fun to see those how those materialize, and and you know, there's always trial and error with those with those situations. Um, number. Um, Number twelve on the list is he believes um, he put that he thinks you'll see Remax. Um, so we're we're leaving no franchise unturned the big in this. He believes you'll see them um, move with a bold strategy to launch a similar type national virtual brokerage like EXP. Hmm. And so um, so you might see some some of that happening as people more work from home. Real estate agents have really been used to this setup for years i mean because you know we meet clients at different houses we're mobile we go to starbucks and sign contracts we we sign stuff on our on our ipads and our surfaces so you we, guys have been years ahead of this we're used to that type of situation um and we're gonna see now more brokerages embracing that that type of that type of agent I thought 14 was really interesting and on point. And if I hadn't done my research with him, um, I wouldn't have thought about, about this. But it is a very much on point. He believes HUD, and I agree with this, will be pushed to increase the penalties for federal fair housing violations. There's been a big talk and big push about fair housing um, for all, no discrimination in that area. We go through a lot of training as real estate agents to make sure that we're complying with that, we're protecting our communities um, and doing the right thing. Currently, those penalties stand at 21,000 for the first incident and 53,000 for the next transgression. It's just hard for me to fathom that that would even have to be a thing. But, you know, I guess that's, you know, I don't think like that. So I guess that's why it's hard for me to fathom. But he believes that those that first infraction um, penalty will be increased. And if that's what it takes um, to make that completely go away, um, then let's let's do it. So. So you'll probably in this day and age with that things happening, you'll probably see that coming down down the pipeline, the next big one. And these are in the works already. My research and people I'm talking to say that this is happening. Major company acquisitions will rock the real estate industry. Mm. Home prices have increased nationally. As prices increase, brokerages have not been as affected. Certain sectors of our economy with housing have been better than others. We have not been as in- affected by the pandemic. So, what you're going to see happen is you've seen profits of those large, large companies go up and increase, which generally means they have a lot more cash available and they're going to look for acquisition strategies. So, there could be some big ones out there. You could see Zillow take down take down a big company. You could see CoStar, which is a commercial is basically like the commercial Zillow. They've been making a lot of waves recently about acquiring smaller companies and and making a run as a competitor with Zillow. So, mm. look for these companies to make acquisitions to give them kind of the Next, the next leg up. Um, Seventeen down, and this is huge, and it is the increased use of multi-generational housing. Mm. There's a lot of people now that are afraid to put, um, to put the older generation into a nursing home or into a facility, retirement, uh, um, retirement community. So there's a lot of unknowns surrounding that situation. And so you see people making choices of multi-generational living, having somebody under the same roof as you are, so you can take care of them, uh, Um, And so we're going to see we're going to see housing solutions more tailored to that multi multi generational living. And then the last one that I have down here um, that we have to um, to look at is that 2021, he says, will be boring compared to 2020 and no one will complain about that. (laughs) So somebody will complain McKay, but, but in general, um, you know, people have had a little bit of a reset and I think they're looking back to, you know, whatever people call it, you know, the, Mm -hmm. the new normal or, or the different or moving forward. Um, but some of that is going to be, you know, less intense as we've had. And that gives people a chance to reflect on what happened and what they're doing moving forward. Uh, when that affects your housing and your decisions about moving and changing and making those decisions, uh, we'd love to be a part of that at the Kenmore team or at least answer questions for you or mm-hmm. help help you with those decisions. It's It's been it's been a big year for us to help people like really change their lives through the course of their housing. And so that part was awesome for us to see a huge focus on housing, where people are living, what that environment looks like has really never been more important, probably in my career. And so that was, that was just as I looked back and evaluated what happened last year, Um, that was awesome Uh, that was awesome for me to see people like say "Guess this is my home I'm here all the time now and really put some focus on it Mm -hmm. and so yeah we we love to be a part of that situation if you need anything at all go to kenmoreteam.com shoot us a message and uh, we can help make that happen happy new year to everybody out there it's great to be back um, on the air consistently and um, get through some of that holiday schedule enjoy the last of the weekend Mm-hmm. And uh, we will be right back here next week, right here on News Talk 870.